Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of my University of Cincinnati Bearcats. All right, guys, if you found the channel, do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button. I'm on a roll here, baby. I'm up to 622 subscribers. I appreciate all you guys. That's going in the right direction for a change here. Let's try to keep that rolling all the way up to 700 as fast as we can. Now this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys. Now, get close to college football. Actually, we had our first college football games last weekend, so... Coming off of Labor Day will normally be the pretty much official kickoff to the college football season. We have tons of football, wall-to-wall college football. We're going to have some, not as much as we're used to. But, looks like in the coming weeks, we might have more college football than we thought at the beginning of August. According to Dan Patrick, who was the first one to report that the Big Ten was going to, and the Pac-12 was going to shut down, and not play their season until spring or not play it at all, is now reporting that there's a chance that the Big Ten, not the Pac-12, but the Big Ten could be back up and running by October 10th. Now, from what Dan Patrick said, I think three teams uh, voted to play and the rest of them voted not to play. Now, I know Ohio State was one of them that did vote to play. Um, So they got to, I'm sure it's got to come down to a vote again whenever they do this. And try to sway the votes to the chancellors to say yes to play. I know President Trump is getting involved. He had a conversation with the uh, Big Ten president and I think some of the chancellors of the schools. I'm not really sure. So he's getting involved. I mean, look, if I was Michigan, Indiana, Wisconsin, these teams, they're all, everybody in their state is playing (laughs) except them. High school is playing. Uh, uh, the the peewee teams are playing. Everybody's playing except your college football team. NFL is playing. So it doesn't make a whole lot of sense as to why they're the only ones that aren't playing. Now, here in the great state of Ohio, as of right now that I know of, the only college football team that will be playing is the University of Cincinnati because the MAC has decided not to play. That's where uh, OU is at and uh, Miami is at. And obviously the Big Ten's not playing as of right now. So... As a Bearcat fan, I'm actually okay with Ohio State not playing because then UC is the only college football team in the whole state that's playing. So hopefully they'll get more coverage and, and uh, you know, we can get some pub. That would be great. The other thing that I think would be good if the Big Ten stays away, now this might be a pipe dream, but they are planning on having the college football uh, championship and playoffs still. Well, you need four teams. Typically, not every year, typically they have them from four different conferences. Well, two of your Power Five conferences are not playing in the Big Ten as of right now and the Pac-12. So, AAC is sitting there like, hey, we, we like to play. And UC's got a pretty good football team this year. So, I posted this on uh, Bearcat Country. Do you think the AAC will get into the college football playoffs? A lot of people said no. A lot of people said yes. I'm like, if the Big Ten doesn't come back, 
this is going to be the best shot that the University of Cincinnati is going to have for a while, <laughs> I think. So, I'm not saying they're going to. I have no idea, but I hope so. I mean, for college football's sake, I hope the Big Ten comes back. Now, I said this. I don't think I said on show. I think I said on some shows. I know I said it to my friends. I don't remember. But when the Pac-12 and the Big Ten decided to not play football, my opinion, they overstepped their bounds. Ohio State, or not Ohio State. Big Ten was like, oh, we're the big, bad Big Ten. We're just going to not play, and everybody else is going to follow. Okay. The SEC said, no, 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 no. We're playing. People in Alabama, people in Louisiana, people in Florida, some of these people live for college football. Their life is Alabama. Their life is Auburn. And I'm not take, saying that as a shot or to degrade them in any way at all. But that's what they look forward to. There is no way in the world the SEC was ever not going to play football. That's just not going to happen. I mean, if the governors of those great states decided, oh, we're not going to play college football, well, you know what? You might be looking for another job because they're going to vote your butt out. <laughs> so there was no chance the SEC was going to shut football down. I'm very proud the AAC has decided to play, and uh, it's going to be a fun season. Like I said, hopefully UC will make it. But the interesting thing is there's this big uproar for the Big Ten to play. They're fans. I mean, their players are suing them. Uh, 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 Nebraska's suing them. So, I mean, that's another reason why I think all this stuff's going on. They're going to play. And yet, the Pac-12 sits all the way out west out there, and nobody says a word of why isn't the Pac-12 playing? Now, to me, that should raise a red flag to the Pac-12 commissioners, or commissioner and all their presidents of the university saying, wait, nobody cares if we play? Apparently not. Apparently nobody gives two craps if you play football or not, because I have not heard one word about anybody being upset that the Pac-12 is not playing. So, Pac-12, you might want to worry about if you have a conference to go back to when you decide to play, because obviously, nobody cares. All right, yesterday, my Cincinnati Bengals reports came out that they signed Joe Mixon. Well, it's official today. He signed his four-year contract extension. Now, the reports are, boys, going to be making some money. <laughs> it's uh, worth 48 point, $48 million dollars. That's uh, about $12 million per year. <laughs> Pretty good money if you can get it. And now, this contract goes until 2024 season. The good thing is, Mix is only 28 years old. I've talked about this before on other shows. I wanted to sign it for about a four-year deal. I want the pain. He's getting $28 million. He's getting paid. It's not stupid. Christian McCaffrey money. It's not stupid Zeke Elliott money. It's good money. It's really, I mean, it's really good money. <laughs> I'd take it. But I'm very happy with the deal the Bengals made with him and happy for Joe. The, the, deal, the deal that Joe that Joe got. Now, Joe, as you signed his contract today, is very excited about the offense. This is what Mixon had to say. On the Bengals offense, our offense right now, I believe, is going to be very special. And the fans have a lot to look forward to. We're definitely going to put on a show. Now, hopefully that's just not all talk, but this is what Mixon believes. And I believe him too. I mean, I really do think that the Bengals offense has a shot at being very, 
fun and very interesting to watch this year. Like I said, we got to worry about that offensive line. And since our tight ends, we don't have a great pass-catching tight end. Maybe Sample will. I don't know. I'm looking for Geo and Mix to get out there and get some uh, passes thrown to them, get split out wide, and just change things up. And I think they're going to go fast. From all accounts out here, that offense is rolling. We're going to go fast, 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 fast. So, it's going to be fun to watch my Bengals. Unfortunately, I can't watch them in person. I'll be down here watching them in the ice cave, at least for the first game. Hopefully the second game to let me in. All right. <laughs> now we got to talk about the Reds. Call me crazy. Even after getting their head kicked in last night, 16-2, I still have a hard time believing that they cannot get into the playoffs. I don't know how this team is this talented up and down the line. People are like, well, this maybe this team was put together badly. Okay, let's, let's go through the players that they have that we know – what they've done in past years. Okay, you got Joey Votto. You got Vic the Great Cassianos. You got Mike Moustakas. You got Gio Suarez. Those are four really talented players. On top of that, you've got Sonny Gray. I know who pitched terrible last night. Oh, but up until last night, he's pitched awesome. You got Trevor Bauer, who's been pitching lights out. Those are two of the best pitchers in all of baseball going right now. You got Luis, Luis Castillo, who's granted hasn't pitched like he should, or has been, but he's done it before, and hopefully he'll get it going. Our bullpen, we got guys who have done it. They're good bullpenners. They're, we've got guys, my point is, we've got guys who have done this before, and they have been successful, and they've been consistently successful for over a year, over a season, I should say. So that's why I'm like, they, they can't possibly keep playing like this, can they? <laughs> I mean, that's where I come down. I still believe we're going to make the playoffs. I still do. Call me crazy. I still believe we're going to make the playoffs. But if they don't, to me, this has got to fall on the manager. Now, I preface this by something that the Cowboy, interesting that the Cowboy, Jeff Brantley, said last night on the broadcast. He talked about how Red's... Former Reds manager, David Johnson, was a very good motivator, you know. And he would say without really hurting your feelings or whatever, you know, he knew how to talk to certain players and he knew how to piss other players off. Like, he said, <laughs> Bell, um, Brett, uh, Brett Boone, sorry, Bell. Brett Boone, he'd just piss him off and just bench him. <laughs> and that would fire Boone up and he'd go out the next day and he'd be on fire. Other guys, you gotta like Pete Rose has said, you gotta know who to kick an ass, who to rub the rub on the back. My point to this, he knew how to motivate. I don't think David Bell has a clue how to motivate. I'll, like I said, I will give him credit for benching Joey Votto. That has obviously worked. So I, he has a clue. I'll put it that way. All right, let me change that. He has a clue. He needs to do more of that, or this season is over. You know. And I posted that on Sports Strawberry Ice Facebook page that David Bell doesn't know how to motivate. And somebody commented, these are professional athletes. They should need uh, motivate. D- need to be motivated. Okay. In the summer here, they did this uh, thing on ESPN, the Chronicle of Michael Jordan, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. 
That man himself needed to be motivated. Granted, he knew how to do it himself. He'd find anything he could to make him not like you, to make him want to kick your butt. But that's how he motivated himself. Not all players can self-motivate. Just because you're a great baseball player doesn't mean you know how to self-motivate yourself all the time. That's where a really good manager comes in and he knows what to do. My favorite Reds manager of all time is Lou Pinella. If you could not get fired up playing for that guy, then you just shouldn't be playing. I mean, he was had your back. He was emotional. He'd yell at you. He'd rub you on the patch on the back. He'd do whatever it takes to get you ready to play that day. And that, to me, other than setting the lineup up and which we don't double switch anymore. So that's everything. I don't even know what the manager does. If you don't, you're not double switching. You're not doing this. You're Basically, David Bell says he's not vote motivating. He just runs the bullpen and sets a lineup. Other than that, what does he do? If he's not motivating, if that's not his job to motivate his team, what is his job to do? His job, the biggest thing in 2020, with everything that's going on, motivate your ball club, keep the clubhouse loose, and you need to get a gauge on the clubhouse, how guys are doing, what's going on this with this guy, what's going on with this guy, how's this guy doing? If that's not part of being a manager in 2020, then all he does is write down the lineup and put it out there and change pitchers. That's it. So, I mean, yes, motivating your team, getting a gauge of how your team is going and trying to change the momentum, help them out. Yes, that is part of being a manager. So, yes, motivation is a huge thing. For the Reds, they need it because I know they got their head kicked in last night. And it was 6 nothing before the first inning was even over. But the thing that drives me nuts, if you watch, and I hate the Tweety Birds, but I completely respect the way they go about their business. They were not trying to launch and separate. They weren't trying to swing at the first pitch. They weren't trying to pull the ball. They were just swinging right up the middle, Dink and dunk. Yeah, they got a home run, but the guy really wasn't trying to hit a home run. He was just trying to hit the ball. And that's where I think the Reds have greatly underachieved this year, and their whole philosophy has got to change now. <laughs> it's got to change now for us to have a shot at this season. You have got to go up there. You have got to just try to hit the ball back up the middle. Quit trying to hit home runs all the time. I mean, yeah, I know we're six runs down, but... Brantley said it again. Don't try to get them all back with one swing. You can't. Just chip away at it. You got those guys, one up there, and I don't know. He had a no hitter for four innings. And Kim KK, that's what they called him. I mean, he literally is grabbing the ball. Molina's throwing a side, and he's firing it. That was it. Nope. Nobody stepped out of the box to try to break his rhythm. Nobody, nobody did anything. That's where I'm like. You guys, they just, they're like robots. Okay, go. One, two, three, out. One, two, three, out. What? Oh, swing. Oh, I missed. Swing. Oh, I hit a home run. They're like robots up there. They're like their manager. And Dave, don't get me wrong, David Bell has a fiery temper sometimes. I've seen it. But his team doesn't play like that. His team plays like he plays in, like he's in his press conferences where he's like talking like this. Well, we just got to do really well. Very monotone. Very, very un. Energized, very just that's the way the team's playing. (laughs) 
Like I said, David Bell, you need to manage like you played. You were a fiery competitor. You fought for every inch. You didn't go, well, the book says we have to do this, so let's change here. No, dude. If you don't win this year, you're fired. (laughs) I will guarantee you the Reds don't make the playoffs this year. David Bell, you will be fired. You need to manage like your job depends on it because it does. So can we please get some energy? Can we please try to get some professional at-bats? I believe in you guys. I still think we can get in the playoffs. I still do. Anyway, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just too big of a Reds fan. Too big. I mean, I like I said, I miss baseball so bad. I'm like, they're getting their heads kicked in. I'm still watching the game. <laughs> I'm just a glutton for punishment. <laughs> All right, guys, let me get to this here. We got Facebook groups that I help run. They are Bengals Nation, Reds Country, Bearcats Country, and Cyclones Country. And you can follow me on all my social platforms sport, under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that. YouTubers, uh, you can always watch the channel on YouTube. Do me a favor. I have it in podcast form. I'm on Anchor, Beanpot, Spotify, all that. Give me a five-star review. YouTubers, I appreciate you guys. 622, that is awesome. Let's get that going. Try to get to 700 as fast as we can. Other than that, it's Wednesday. We're getting slower, getting over that sports hump to slide down to our sports weekend. And that's your sports, baby. See you guys.